Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out another episode of O Jeremiah Talks, the podcast where my wife Erin and I talk about whatever we're into at this exact moment. And this week, the things that we're into are Mayor of Easttown. It's a show on HBO Max. It's a limited series. Your girl Kate Winslet brings the heat. I promise. And over on Patreon, we are talking about the woes of social media and uh, how it just wrecks and how it builds. It's a, it's a great time. So if you want more of that, go over to patreon.com slash ojeremiah to finish the conversation. But now let's jump in our girl E, Kate Winslet. The gang's all here. Oh, Jeremiah talks. Let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I will kill together. Yeah. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. I'm having a very good Sunday. Yeah, it's very good Sunday. I feel like I'm having a really sweet day. Sipping some coffee. Afternoon. You just had a wonderful Wonderful conversation. Wonderful conversation with our downstairs neighbor, Quiet Lisa. Yeah, we 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 live. We live in a, a two-story apartment. We're on the top floor. Our bottom neighbor who moved in after the worst neighbors we've ever had, they got our apartment infested with cockroaches. And and they uh, smoked and we could – it was like seeping into our apartment smell. Yes, it was very strange. They they were filthy, which is which is fine. Like it's not our, none of our business except they brought in German cockroaches that we had for like eight months. And whenever Lisa moved in, it was like our mission to all get rid of them. To destroy them. And we And did. then they got our down, our old neighbors, uh, the, the ragamuffins, uh, they got evicted, mm-hmm. which was really weird because right before they got evicted, they bought a brand new car and they bought a big screen TV. And yeah, then a I mean, week a week later, they were evicted. I don't know what that ha- what what that is. Well, I wonder if like they knew that whenever they were evicted, they wouldn't be approved for like a line of credit to buy those things. Maybe so. Maybe it's like let's go out big. You think that's what that is? I don't well, know. Well, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I'm assuming if you get evicted, that takes a huge toll on your credit score. I'm sh- I'm sure it takes and a so big maybe toll they on wanted, everything. Yeah. yeah, so maybe they wanted to get approved for those big purchases before they knew that they would have to duck out. Does that yeah, make sense? maybe so. But the neighbor we had before them, because we've lived in this place now for about five Who years. Who was that? He, I don't remember his name. He was the old um, repairman. The old repairman of the apartment complex. He reminds me of M- Mr. Heckles. He reminds me of Mr. Heckles. One time I met him, uh, I was walking by the library, and he pulls up. He has blacked-out windows, and he pulls up beside me in a brown pickup truck, mm-hmm. and he rolls his window down, and it's Mr. Heckles. And I From say— friends, if anyone knows that reference. Yeah, and I say, uh, hey, how are you? And he goes, you got roaches? Oh, gross, baby. And I, I was like, story. no. And he goes, well, I got them. They crawl on me at night. That's so disgusting. And I'm like, I was like, dude, I don't even know your name. But it was, you know, that was the only conversation I ever had with him because All he was gone say, like a month later. Finally, we have Lisa and we've had her for three years. And she's incredible. And she's wonderful. It's it's going to be hard to it, ever move out of here because we're going to miss her so much. Yes. I don't want to move because of that. Well, she told you today that like. she to- We caught, ma'am, we caught up. How long did we talk? Like 30 minutes? It was at least 30 minutes. She knows about my nutrition class. I know about her new job. I know how she left her her past job. I know what her daughter does for a living. I know what her parents do. Uh, what else do we talk about? Her dad about? is a professional Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about being self-employed. We talked. She talked about how in pandemic she worked from home, and every Tuesday she would hear my students come over, and she said that over their time 
during pandemic, she could tell significant improvement in their playing. And I thought that was just so nice. That's so nice. Um, she also said that she can tell when you're writing a new song because you play the same chords over and over again on a loop. And you can, and she can tell that you've got something. And then she's been here, What we think, I, I say three years casually, I think that's what it is. And she said that she has living below us she has heard the start of a bunch of new songs and then we'll later see them or hear them on youtube that's so funny and it's like she's been a part of the whole process and she's been she's been down there for a few eras like she was down there for all of joymonger yeah she she was down there for uh, for probably postmodern well i told her how we record before the studio that you kind of built out during pandemic i told her that we recorded one of our songs in the living room closet and she thought that was just like the funniest thing ever i love that and i also told her and she's like i don't want y'all to she's like i brag on y'all all the time that y'all are always so good to me you always look out for me and she's like it's not like y'all are playing music late at night or early in the morning it's like during the day and she's like i don't ever want y'all to think that y'all are being too loud that's amazing. But we definitely like are concerned that she hears probably too much. Yeah. But also I told her, I was like, also, I want you to know that like my favorite thing in the world is just like hearing people live. And we talked about our love of New York City. And I told her, I was like, I love whenever you listen to music on Saturdays. I was like, are you cleaning when you play that Uptown Funk playlist? And she's like, yes. And I was like, well, I just want you to know that it encourages me to clean and I start cleaning with you. And it's, and I love whenever you do that. Yeah. You are cleaning together, but separate. And we I also hear, I didn't tell her this. We hear her on the phone all the time. I'm talking quiet now because yeah. I'm like afraid she'll hear me, but like we hear her on the phone and I think it's just like, it's so nice. She feels she feels like our roommate, but we never see her. I love hanging out with her. Do you think maybe if we ever buy a house, we should just buy a house and then casually have a build out of a of a space behind us, and she can move in? Yeah, in this housing market, we're gonna, not only are we going to buy a house, we're going to buy a second section for our downstairs neighbor. Yes, that's no, that sounds I, great. I think she'd love it. I think. I mean, of course she would. Why wouldn't she? Just always have Lisa around. I think quiet Lisa would make a great house guest all the time. Uh, how how are you? You want to talk feelings, Will? Mm, I mean, sure. Yeah, g- go ahead. I feel good. Yeah. A lot of a lot of emotions from seeing family this week and your near death experience. Do you want to talk about that? If you'd like to, we're talking about Mayor of Easttown today, too, right? We're talking about Mayor of Easttown. That's like the big thing. Uh, so uh, why don't we just th- let's dive into? Go ahead. So, I was hoping you'd finish this in Oh, so, uh, so <laughs> on Thursday we went to the we went to the lake in North Georgia, and I almost drowned. Mm-hmm. Uh, which well, we went there on Tuesday. It was our last full day on the lake Thursday that yes. it happened. So I dove in. There was an island about three football fields away, and my brother and I, my brother in law and I decided we were going to swim to it. And as soon as and it was my idea. Like, because yeah, I thought, oh, this is going to be easy. Like, I can do this. I'm, I'm in shape. I know how to swim. And I dove in. And when I dove in, I swallowed up a bunch of water. And then I, like, when I came up, I didn't realize that I, like, wasn't breathing fully. I, like, little bitty breaths that weren't restoring my lungs. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I was like, oh, I, I actually don't think I'm going to be able to make it because I can't catch my breath. And that's still really far. And so I was like, hey, man, I'm going to turn around. And then I turned around and I was the same distance from the lake. Yeah, you were already halfway. And it was like. Y'all went so fast. We went so fast. And I was like, oh, 
I'm not going to make it. And then I had a panic attack in the water, which I'd never had before. And my arms and legs stopped working. Your face got ghost white. I, I you looked like you're about to sink. We've talked about this enough now to where it doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah, we're actually, I feel like I'm telling telling it casually, but like it was like very traumatizing. Yeah, we, um, I mean, so luckily Erin and her sister heard me uh, calling for them, but well, it was, I was really like, surreal. I saw your face turn white and I was like, Alex, something's wrong. This isn't right. And then you said, Aaron, I need help. I need help. Get a boat. I need help. And I was like, oh my word. But it was really confusing because the lake was really calm. Yeah. Rob was literally backstroking because he was on the swim team and it he looked like so a dolphin confusing. beside me. And like, and I, I panicked ar- because I'd never had a panic attack before. I, n- I didn't know how to articulate, hey, I'm having a panic attack. I can't move my arms and legs. I can't breathe. I can't. Yeah. Because at the time I thought I was having like a heart attack or something because mm-hmm. my body has never gone against me before. Mm, yeah. And my arms and legs were like stuck. And then Rob kept telling me, just lay on your back, dude. Just lay on your back. And I laid on my back and I sank. Mm-hmm. And whenever I did that, I took in more water. And I got even more panicked. Mm-hmm. So luckily, your sister got on one of those little bikey things and pedaled out to me, and I grabbed it. And I don't want to. I don't want to be overdramatic. It was a really close call. No, yeah, it was. Can I interject to share the funny part? Do you think it's funny, little Addie? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my little niece saw me and my sister. Like it went from me and my sister and my niece and nephew were up on the um second floor of these stairs to the dock and we were like it was like excitement we were cheering we were laughing at like them swimming it went from pure excitement and joy to utter um panic and fear like it was just like the most fear i've felt in a long time yeah and most fear i've ever felt yes and i could see that in you and so i ran down my sister ran down we're scrambling trying to figure out what to do my niece is like six years old and she while we were scrambling she ran up the stairs by herself and went to go find my mom her yaya and she said and she told my mom she was like we kept sharing this story over and over again but she said yaya you need to come downstairs right now. And my mom was like, Addie, what's wrong? And she's like, I don't have time for questions. (laughs) And like, just to have that, just to be able to say that. So then mom took that as, oh, I need to go now. This is urgent because she said this. And so my mom came down and, you know, was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And we were at that point, Alex was already pedaling out there. Uh, I didn't really know what to tell her. You know, I was freaking out. Um, Yeah. But anyway, so you can go ahead. No. So, I I felt a lot of shame because I put the family through that thinking, oh, this is just going to be like a fun little memory. Remember that time I swam to the island? Mm-hmm. And it just, life reminds you that you can do, you can play by all the rules, but sometimes like the board f- turns over on itself. Yeah. You know, it just, it, it scared me so bad that by the end of the day, I was, I was still like crying and like upset about it. Yeah. And every time you and I would make eye contact, we would start crying. Yep. And you were like, hey, I, we need to go jump in the water. And I was like, we absolutely need to do that. So the last thing that we did before we just like ate s'mores and like chilled. I thought it was, it was like me, you and Rob. Me, you and Rob. Yeah. Dove in like it was like an indie movie zoom out moment. Yes. And like I can't believe I did that. Like I hate jumping in the water. Well, it was uh, it was really nice to come up. And the thing that I didn't say at the time was when I dove, I also swallowed water. 
but apparently I need to work on my diving technique because every time I dove in, I would Well, like, I had like a pile of snot fall out of me. You did. It was very gross. Like uh, I, my head, I remember whenever I was underwater, like my jump, like I, I went so far deep into the water that it felt like it took forever me to, for me to come out for yeah. air. And I, I think it's really because I had um, concocted this like fear in my mind of what you experienced. Right. And it like felt like I was experiencing that like on your behalf. I mean, yeah. it definitely was like a solidarity move. But then I come out and emerge from the water and like my nose just starts pouring and I'm coughing water, whatever. And then I look over my little niece. She's like crouched down at the edge of the dock and she looks at me and she goes, Erin, I'm so proud of you. And it's like she knew we were you doing six that. six-year-old hype man. Yeah, and it's like she has like the emotional capacity to she was able to feel and understand that we all did that for you. Yeah, and I felt very supported because I walked around all day feeling like such a scumbag because yeah. I put in like it was very like emasculating. Like it was very oh, I can't even swim. Like it just I was the narr- I I have learned that I have a really mean inner critic. Mm-hmm. And that knows all of my dirty secrets, that knows all of the the ways to hurt my feelings the quickest. And even in a even in a once in a lifetime panic attack experience. Yeah. You would think for once it would throw me a bone and be like, hey man, you did your best. But it's literally like you almost made your wife watch you die. Well, you idiot. My my brain is really prone to that and I can tell I've grown a lot because like I wasn't able to do the right thing in the moment because I was like so petrified. And I've like, I'm forgiving myself a lot faster than I thought I would. Yeah. Which is good because, well, sorry, I just have to, it's so funny to me. My niece, after you got out of the water and we were sitting on the dock, what, do you not like this story? No, no, it's just, uh, the, there's a lot of proud aunt talk going on. and it's just I fun. think it's hilarious. Okay. That's you know, great. I think I should share it. No, it's great. Everyone that I tell thinks it's funny. Go ahead. But like, my niece, uh, we... Like, we all sat on the dock after it happened, like, a good 30 to 45 minutes to watch your heart rate come back down and, like, just to make sure you were good. And you were kind of, like, processing it, and we were all kind of, like, figuring out. Well, something that was really everyone... amazing was that I, I almost drowned in front of two medical professionals. Mm-hmm. And But before I had even, like, gotten settled on the dock, they had stethoscopes out. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, was, and they had to... It was very quick, and they, they were, like, checking my pulse and, like, all that, you know. Well, and they got your blood pressure, and they yeah. were just kind of curious as Also, to what was shout happening. out to Whoop, because, like, I knew what my... Like, I was monitoring my vitals through, like, an armband, and, like, which yeah. was kind of which is kind of cool. So, anyway. It is funny. Um, but, anyways, all I had to say, we were all kind of rehashing it, figuring out what happened, and everyone kept telling Addie's story of how she walked up and was like, yeah, yeah, you know, don't ask any questions. And she, you could tell in her face that she was like proud of herself because we had like praised her a lot. And yeah. I'm a little bit worried that we praised her too much because then you go up to take a bath. Me and you go upstairs and like kind of cry with each other to kind of process what happened. Right. I come back downstairs and Addie walks up to me with like a big grin on her face and she's like, hey, Erin, can you add something to this? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she pulls out this piece of paper that she colored and she had made herself a leadership award. And it said, leadership award presented to Adeline Miller, June 3rd, 2021. And Which Monica Geller literally does in like season two of yeah, Friends. Yeah, so funny. Like, I, yeah, I'm kind of worried that we praise Addie too much for her accomplishments. And so I'm like, here we go. That's great. Um, 
but it kind of brought some some you, levity to the situation. So one of the things that we so we talked it through with some friends yesterday that was really helpful. So helpful. So helpful because you kept saying like I wish I could have been more proactive. I wish I could have like known the right thing to do. And our friend was like you there was no one right thing to do. There was a right thing to do. And a right thing happened because he's still here, which kind of like and gives he's like, grace you also did and mercy action. to the whole, like the whole thing that like makes everything okay. Because he pointed out like a right thing happened because we got the result we needed. So right. one of the many things that could have gone wrong didn't go wrong. So we're good, yeah. you know. And I, that just feels like so much. Uh, forgiveness for a situation where we both like felt like why did this have to happen this way yeah that conversation was really healing for me because like in the moment like I I really panicked and I did something that just like didn't make a lot of like logical sense but he but he like didn't laugh at me whenever I told him what I did and he was like Aaron you acted like you like you went into you didn't know what maybe that wasn't the thing that got him out but like you still did something yeah yeah, so I felt uh, just acknowledging that I felt a lot of shame for not knowing how to handle it was really, you know, you got to speak those things. And I think yeah. you and I, we've you, done a really good job talking this out. Yes, I think so too, because I could carry that with me for a long time. And a part of me will always have that as like, so that will always be a part of our story. Yeah. Now, for sure. But I don't really have to obsess over it right you know i agree yeah okay well let's let's uh talk about something a little bit peppier let's do it uh, sorry sorry for the for the bummer i just feel like i needed to like say that up top just because it it happened it was really important to us but we also came back and binged the new hbo show that we are both ridiculously in love with love it yeah mayor of east town what do you want you, you want the moon just say the word and i'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down I just want to say up top, top. if I'm on a desert island and they say you can only have one streaming service, which is a situation that would never present itself, I would go with HBO Max. I think I, I think quality of content is higher on HBO Max than any other streaming service. I think I agree with you. At least per capita. Because <laughs> Netflix has more content, but I think HBO Max has the best shows. Okay. That's what I think. Because... Right now it's got Friends, which is a big deal to us because that is like childhood nostalgia for me. Totally. But it also, HBO was where you had True Detective season one, two, and three. I've never seen season two because it, like after you watch season one, you're like, I can't, this is too different. But, so you got True Detective on there. Mm -hmm. You've got... Amy Schumer's documentary. Which was your favorite thing ever. What's one of my favorite pieces of content? Of all time, right? I think it's in my top 20 at least. How many episodes was that? Three. It was three episodes. Three hours of joy, laughter, and sadness. It was all you very cried, good. You cried a lot. I cried and I laughed, laughed a, lot. a lot. Yes. I watched it by myself one night. Like, I remember we were going to, like, watch it together, but then I started it without you one night because I couldn't sleep. And then I was like, oh, I'll just save the, the next two. I'll just watch the first one and watch it again with him. But then I um, stayed up. I couldn't stop watching it. I, and then I rewatched the whole thing with you. Yes, because I loved it so much. But it's got it's got Barry. Like I just think HBO, pound for pound, is the best quality content. And now it's got Mayor of Easttown. So Mayor of Easttown, uh, no spoilers. Okay. I think I think you can't no, you can't spoil a murder mystery because that's it's in the title, right? But our girl Kate Winslet 
in the role of a lifetime for someone that has that has had a lifetime of amazing roles. Yeah, it is worth. It. I could t- I could list out everything that happens, and you would still enjoy Kate Winslet being Kate Winslet in this show. Yeah, would yeah. you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. So the show is Kate Winslet is a detective in a small town in Delaware, and a murder happens in the town, and the whole town is kind of shaken from it. Mm-hmm. It and it feels kind of like Southern Gothic almost because in rural towns, we're all we kind of see ourselves in each rural rural town because like had you said oh this is in North Carolina or Alabama I'd be like yeah I get that yeah but the the only thing that that tipped me off is because the weather was colder where was it set Delaware. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of ha- it has um, New Englandy vibes. It to has it. very New Englandy vibes, but the way they talk, I'm like, is this is this a? Southern? She is kind of a southern. She's got kind of a southern thing, and she's super Britishy. So yeah, that, I thought she did. I thought she did wonderful with her accent. I also also, <laughs> um, I don't. I can't list every movie she's been in, but a lot of movies that are coming to mind though, and her character seems to kind of think think poorly of themselves they don't see like um the character that she typically plays from what i can remember doesn't usually see their worth as a person yeah i think does so. that make sense yeah like, I think so. like she doesn't see how great of a person she is yeah I w- okay i would say that and every time i see kate winslet i only think of leonardo dicaprio not because of titanic but because they're like bff in real life that's so funny. Yeah, I I appreciated that she looked just like a regular person in this movie. Everyone did. Everyone, Everyone in the series did. looked like a regular person, which was great. Like her her um highlights were were like grown out. Mm-hmm. She looked very uh, everyone in the show looked very, oh, I went to high school with this person mm-hmm. in a good way. Uh speaking of Titanic, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I got my version of the talk during Titanic. Uh-oh. Because I was a little kid when it came out, yeah. and we had the uh, we had the double VHS of it. Yeah, and uh, he draws her, he paints her naked in the movie. Right. And my parents obviously didn't know that was going to happen. Did they hit pause and like talk to you? No, like while it was happening, they were like, "Okay, so this is this is what's happening." And I was I had never seen it. It was a very. And then it cuts to the scene of them in the carriage, and then like her hand goes to the foggy window. See, and I don't and even remember doing that it. part. I don't... We watched that in eighth grade, and everyone was like, ooh, you know, like freaking out about that. Like, <laughs> This but... is funny. I, that was the first movie I ever saw that had two VHS tapes. And oh, because it was memory, so long? Yeah, in my memory, that movie is nine hours long. But I don't rem- even know how long it actually is. I went to a Titanic museum once in, as a field trip. That's probably why we watched the movie in the eighth grade. And it was really cool because you walked into the museum, and you got assigned a character. Oh. That was, or you got assigned an actual person. Like a role on the ship? Yes. Kind of? Oh, cool. And it was like, you are the violinist. Mrs. No, it was like, you are Mrs. Hoffengraf, whatever. Um, you stayed in room 33C. Your husband is so-and-so. You came on this trip with your family as a means to celebrate blah, blah, blah. You were passenger number blank. And then at the end of the museum, you find out if you survived or not. That's amazing. Wait, did anyone survive Titanic? Yeah, because they had lifeboats. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So at the and end Rose of it, Rose did. Oh yeah, she my flew bad. on the on the dresser drawer. But you found out if you survived at the end. 
that's a that's a great museum. I want to I want to go to there. That it was like very a great and you know in eighth grade you're like uh, like I remember there's a guy in my class that got the Mister so like we were like technically married as the characters and so is in eighth grade you take that as like a, ooh what does right. that mean it's you very, know what I mean very raunchy yeah. um but it's uh, yeah I thought that was a really I thought that was a really well done museum yeah. So Mayor of Easttown is the first murder mystery I've seen since probably True Detective. I'm not big on the genre because I don't like feeling like someone's pulling the wool over my eyes. Like, I don't like feeling like, ah, I tricked you, blah, blah, blah. But in this new era of, like, binge TV, Mm -hmm. it really helps grip you in a way that, like, a lot of other shows don't. Mm -hmm. Like, it felt as binge worthy to me as the first season of Stranger Things. Yeah, which we gobbled up ridiculously. Mm-hmm. We watched th- three. So we watched three. Ep- There's seven episodes of Mare of Easttown, an hour each. Just a heads up for your brain. It's a- limited series. Limited series, which I freaking love. Okay, yes. can I just say That's I want every. That's probably my favorite way to I, in, and to mm, be told a story. Me too. I want limited series everything. Um, like, like I would be fine if Ted Lasso was done. Me too. But anyways, so. Monday night, or Monday was a holiday, and, like, I was just not in the mood to watch TV. Just, like, was not feeling it. And I was But finally, you. at, like, 7 p.m., I was like, okay, fine, I can, I'll watch something with you. And then we start this show, and I'm like, oh, crap, I want to watch all of it. But we only watch three episodes, because we have to get up and do work the next morning. Then we hit the road for the uh, lake trip with our family. So then we get back on Friday and we're like, there's four episodes left. We are absolutely finishing this tonight. Gobbling and we it did. Up. And I want to ask, so, um, mayor's best friend is my favorite character. Yes. And her name in the, sh- crap her world. name is Lori Ross and her name is Julianne Nicholson. Love her. She was incredible. There's this one scene where she's crying in the car and I usually can, like, work up to a cry. I'm like, my mind is like, hey, you want to cry? Tell your body. And my body's like, what'd you say? Okay, got it. I'll start getting ready. But when she cries in the car in the last episode, mm-hmm. I could not stop myself. Like, I, like, heaved. It was so, it was so, such yeah. a good, like, performance. What else has she been in? Because I... She has also I've been I've always in, loved her. Yeah. I'm, What's her I'm, name again? Something Nicholson? Yeah, her name is Julianne Nicholson. She was in I, I Tanya. She was in Black Mass. She was in Kinsey, August of Osage County. Mm-hmm. Um, the Outsider, Togo, and then a bunch of Law and Order. Hello, Waitlist. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know any of these. No, that's things. okay. Uh, so she was great. She was my favorite person on screen that wasn't Kate Winslet. Jean Smart is one of those actresses that, to me, she is like, I don't. Oh, that's the mom. Yeah. She is like goat level. Like, I am the greatest of all time. She was the humor of the show. She was the humor of the show. She, I, And it's funny because I only know her from Frasier. So she, her character in Frasier is like so silly. But Oh, she was Lorna. Lorna Lindley. Yeah. In Frasier. Yeah. She's like his high school love interest. Oh. But in this show, she looks and feels like... Everyone's oh, grandma feels so much older, yeah. But she's in a new show that we're going to start next called Hacks, also on HBO Max. That okay. is getting rave reviews. She reminded me of my nana a little bit in this show. Yes, in in real life, and I'm, I know that she's like Hollywood and like can afford to like not. She she doesn't look anything like a grandma. 
Does but she they, not? they dressed her up really well to look like and my her grandma. hair was very much styled. Like, can I see? Yeah, what she looks like. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Let me get her. So that's what she looks like now. Oh yeah, she looks exactly the same. Yeah, she looks exactly, and she's in hacks, and she looks like regular her, yeah. which is great. Yeah, she's definitely made to look older. So also another uh, delightful treat. Uh, Roy from the Office mm-hmm. is was a main one, character. Is a main character. He plays Frank, who is. Uh, Kate Winslet's ex-husband, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, Such a good... That that made sense to me. That storyline made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and it's hard for me whenever you hold a show so dearly that whenever someone comes into your new show, you're like, Roy, what are you doing here? But like, he, I thought he did a wonderful job. He was amazing. He was really, really great. I'm trying to find... Kate Winslet really blew me away with her acting. Yeah, she... Uh, I'm serious. The best performance... Wait. The other office character. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to find his name because this is going to be a new thing. He where, played Michael Scott's nephew. Yes, in the nepotism episode. I can't. I can't. He looks so different to me. I couldn't place him. Yeah, sorry. I'm and trying his to voice find is very interesting. But like he talk like the way he talks and he moves his mouth is very interesting. And he, I, he, I don't know. His name's Evan Peters, and he plays Colin Zabel, and he's in like X Men and stuff. Is. Does he have a... Is he from England? Just I don't think the so. The way he speaks is just No, he's very in, in St. Louis. But it... Have you noticed he talks very much with, like, just, like, a weird a weird facial movement? I think that's part of, like, you like you get the job because you have this thing that sets you apart, even if it's something as, like, minor as, oh, he talks weird. Like, or he talks out of the side of his mouth. Like, it's like a signature thing that, like, people, like, gravitate towards. Because to me, he was... You couldn't take your eyes off of him. Yeah. And the show was dark, but it wasn't needlessly dark. It's also bananas because you, like, start not trusting anyone. Yeah, I think that's, like, a thing with the murder mystery. It's, like, you see a shot where the postman is, like, delivering the mail, and you're like, did the mailman do it? Well, it's, like, Clue, and you're just trying to figure out everything. You're trying to figure out what happened, obviously. <laughs> but you're you're trying to—you're questioning everyone and everything. Yeah, I think— Trying to piece it together, like, because you think you're, like, you're convinced you can, like, figure it out on your own. I think it's going to sweep at the Oscars, or, I mean, at the Emmys. I think that Kate Winslet, no one stands a chance against her for best lead. And I think her best friend will get uh, best supporting. Oh, she better. She was incredible. She better. But I think, like, as far as limited series goes, I think nothing stands a chance. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. Yeah. So if you want something that is very gripping... But it's so rich. I love new TV because they take the time to expand on those little moments. Yeah. Those little bitty things that you're like, I wish this was the whole show. And they're like, oh, no, no, it is. Because, yeah, it's a murder mystery. But it's also a really amazing story about grief. It's yeah. a really amazing story about addiction. It's a, and like just about like, family. Yeah, I think grief was the biggest thing. And, and resistance to like... Or just being, I don't know, just thinking that you could never get help. Yeah. It's like. Like hopelessness. Hopelessness. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how do you, how do you cure hopelessness? Which is really yeah. great. And we, we couldn't recommend it highly enough. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Okay. What's something that you're super into this week? Uh, my family got me 30 tiny things for my birthday. <laughs> Dang it. I'm talking about my birthday again. You Sorry. really are. Like you, it's like. We're celebrating a month of Aaron turning 30. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I'm, I feel like they got me something in there that, what was I thinking the other day that I was like, oh, this is so 
nice, like such like a luxury item. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had really bad uh, tummy problems a couple of days Are ago. Are you really saying that? Yeah, you? I really am. Sorry. And I What'd was convinced. No, no. Remember, like I had. Uh, no, baby, I know. Okay. But I I had really bad tummy problems. It's been a lot of time in the bathroom. You can, we and, all gather that. Okay, great. I was convinced it was the popcorn you got for your 30th birthday. That in the but 30 for 30. But you discovered now. No, I'm still not convinced that it's not the popcorn, but it's such good popcorn. I'm like, I'm just going to have to have bad tummy problems it's for three days. It's very good, isn't it? It's so good. I'm starting to wonder if you and I are sensitive to coconut oil because the popcorn is purely cooked in coconut oil. Which is a bummer because everything in your life now is about like coconut oil. and not, Well, uh, I mean, they just support it. <laughs> right. Um, so what are some of the things on the 30, on the 30 things that you really like? Uh, they got me a flea market style magazine. You know how much I love this. I know that. Don't think um, I, don't, I, don't I got know. a really fancy thing of beauty counter body scrub. Okay. Which I tried last night for the first time and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got me, let's see, my sister got me a fancy swig. Um, that's the brand. Yeah. Uh, I hate that name. Thermos. I hate that name so much. Okay. It, it feels too, um, right on the nose of the noise like take a swig like it's just not a, a pleasure it's not it's a not fun a, it's not a pleasing word to me swig. yeah swig i just don't like it okay okay um but it holds hot or cold beverages and i really like it because i've i've had mine for a long time and i needed an upgrade um hmm i mean that's a good that's a good list that is a good list. I, I love little things so much. I know. I know and, that about you. And I showed up to the to the lake cabin, and they're like, do you want to open your gift? And it's like, it was like a giant basket of 30 little things. And I was just like, I'm about to have a great time. You re- And you did. It took like three hours to open all of them. And my sweet little niece was just like watching with like big eyes, like half jealous, half, I helped wrap all of that, half proud, mostly jealous. So the thing that I'm super into uh Kind of ironically, I think it's more the because idea of that, swimming. No, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. John Mayer's new song, "Last Train Home." Okay, because because I really do not like the song. I uh, really like like while I was listening, I was like, this song is like I don't because if you're if you're my age, Continuum probably had an effect on your life. Like if you're into music at all, you probably ran across Continuum, which came out in I think two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Or maybe no, two thousand six. It's a pretty defining year. Yeah, it was, it was defining for me. Probably two thousand seven, if I had to guess. Uh, well, let me just see. I'm just kidding. I didn't listen to it. We all know that. Yeah, you you didn't. John Mayer. But his continuum. new song. Wait, hold on. His new song that you're talking about came out on Friday, and we both listened to it, and we're like, no, two thousand six. I was. I, was that what? I was no, right. you said two thousand seven. Mm. Uh, two thousand six, and it was a an era for me. I remember where I was when it came out. I was auditioning for The Wizard of Oz, mm. and I listened to that, getting ready to, to go to my audition. Totally okay, but but so Continuum will go down in history as one of the most influential albums in my life. Right, and so now, ever since then, I've been chasing that high. He has not released anything that I've even liked compared to Continuum. But he's released like four albums since then. Oh, wow. But now it's getting kind of funny because like it feels like with his new song, he is like not even trying to win me back, which is fine because his new album is going to do great because he's John Mayer and everyone loves John Mayer. Mm -hmm. But it's like he's doing this 80s phase. And the reason I'm into it is is because when you've had it all like he has had, he's just having a victory lap, but he's only like 40. Yeah, he. Yeah. 
And it seems like the only reason he's making this album just to have fun is just to have fun. Like no one else could say, "Hey, you need to like we need you to put out He didn't have to put out music. Is it a Mellotron on that song? No. What is it? It's like a old uh it's like a big I think it's a Prophet synth. Okay, that, but gung, gung. Can yeah. I just say his voice does not match with that sound. Oh, I I totally agree. It's really cool watching the video and seeing Aaron Sterling in it though. Like he he's he played drums on the track and he's in the music video for it, which is kind of fun. Really? Yeah, I think that's super cool. Uh, I mean, he's John Mayer's drummer. Like it, that's not he's but he played on uh, on a new song that we have coming out. I soon. still think that's bananas. Well, he's played on two songs. Yeah, right. So two of our new songs coming up have have the same. We've drummer. talked to John Mayer's drummer drummer via email. Hello, I've texted him not to brag. But it's really, it's just really, because I have such a love for Do John Mayer. Do you accidentally Mayer. start the text with, hey, John Mayer? No. I'm just kidding. No, that's not even close. Hey, Josh Mayer. Um, Sorry. But whenever I, every time John Mayer releases a song, I step up to the plate like I'm going to hit a home run every time because of how much continuum means to me. But wow. it's not just continuum. Clarity meant a lot to me. Um, Gravity. Or heavier things. And I, uh, I really liked Room for Squares. Oh, Gravity really was a song, wasn't it? Yeah, that was on Continuum. I was making a joke. No, but that was on Continuum. Oh, yeah. Cavity. Oh, my goodness. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, John Mayer, his new era of, of songs, someone tweeted that it, it will be his best record, like a producer on the album. And I just I just have... And you're like, fight me. I'm like, fight you. And it's also, if you think I'm dogging John Mayer, I'm. it's like you I'm are. dogging my cousin because like I love John Mayer deep down so much that I feel like I could tell him this. Because he knows, like, dude, you know the effect you had on me. Mm. Like, if Paul Simon released a bad song to me and I made a joke about it, it's because, I, like, I know Paul Simon. I well, know he's amazing. What if he hears this? Text me, John. Get your number from Aaron Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. You want to jump over to Patreon? Jump. Let's jump. Jump.